Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Evolving. I'm Corey Hello. Castle. This is episode 201. I got Simon and Sam Skyping Hi. over an international episode. An international episode. The first time that I've done two, two uh, virtual hangs at the same time. Uh, for an episode of this podcast, so I'm, I'm I'm psyched about it, and I hope you know uh, I appreciate you know anybody anybody tuning in. I appreciate your time and your effort, and I hope you stay with us. So, uh, <laughs> so you guys you guys have a podcast over over there? I mean, I was trying to I was trying to read or trying to you know do some research and check out yeah. the podcast, and I uh, couldn't find it on Apple Podcasts. Ah, well, you see, we're, we're so niche, aren't we, Sam, that, you know, yeah. it's like, you, you've got to know, you've got to know all the, the keywords and the sort of like the, the code in order to be able to get our podcast. I, Even I believe, that very well known. But uh, I believe we are on, on Apple somewhere, because I, I spent yeah. some, some time copying out, uh, copying all our episodes over, but you know, it's Acast and Simon, help me out. Where do, where do we do the live shows? Podbean. Uh, Popping, okay. yeah. Okay, okay, that makes to- total sense. I mean, very big on popping, I, yeah. I get that on top of like um, I yeah. I, I have another podcast that I do with my friends about pro wrestling called Wrestle Rock, and we used to use Podbean like back in the day when we first started yeah. doing yeah. it. Yeah, uh, but like we're on Simplecast now, and my podcast is on Spreaker's, where like the the oh. host of it is. So we're just gonna we're just gonna talk uh. We're just going to talk inside baseball. We're going to talk about the the back the backstage of podcasting. Oh right, we're not going to talk about baseball, are we? No, no, I don't know anything about baseball. But uh, that's just a. Oh right. I think that's just a, a turn of phrase. I don't know if uh, if that's yeah. something you guys are familiar with. Inside baseball, it's usually like it's just insider terms. No, I'm not. I'm not aware well, of that phrase. Simon uh, might be because he's actually into baseball. Well, it's funny you should say that because we have actually done baseball on our podcast before. So we we did an episode about sports, didn't we? And I I did a guide to uh, baseball, so I explained everything there was to know about baseball. Um, but I made most of it up, you see, because that's what we do on our podcast: is that we <laughs> tell people stuff, but we just literally make it all up. So, uh, what's so everything about you, you need to know based upon what I think you need to know. Yeah, basically that's it. Yeah, no, I mean we just. I think I I made up a player. I made up a player called Dizzy Legend because because um, he was the shortstop for the Cleveland Indians. Because I play him on MLB the Show 15 on my PlayStation 3. So um, I, yeah, I, I yeah I just talked about him. Yeah, like like he was real. And I think <laughs> didn't I say that uh, yeah that he was um, that I I created this character. But then you know while he was on first base like trying to run to second base that he kind of turned around and looked at me. And sort of winked, and I was like, I didn't know what to do because he was my avatar, and yet he kind of come to life or something. That, so I, I made up I, some story about that, didn't I? About about yeah. taking him out for dinner, or and it didn't really work, did it? Because he was a shortstop. <laughs> we went off on some kind of weird riff about, you know, if your wife would find out you were having an affair with your video game, and it just sort of happened quite naturally. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you see that episode of Black Mirror where the uh, the do you guys watch that show? Have you yeah, seen yeah. Black Mirror? Oh, definitely, yeah, the, yeah. The we, video games episode where yeah. the 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 guy like put the it was like Mortal Kombat and they put like the VR little pods on his head and then they like escaped yeah. into the world of Mortal Kombat and then they were. Yeah, it was 
really, really strange, but yeah. un- not unlike every other thing they do. So it's like right on brand. It's It's got really popular in the States now, hasn't it? Because it was a very yeah. kind of niche thing in, in Britain. And then it got onto Netflix and now it's huge, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, We I, I like Bandersnatch, the one where you could like do your own episode, mm-hmm. you know, you could make your way through it. Man, but, that 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 like ate up too many hours in my day. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I can't get I can't get that time back. I just loved we all the memes that. about it, like where where people were just inserting random stuff from other shows, and then you had to make like an obvious choice. Because I I know I was like taking advantage of that format for like a solid month after it was still funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to do a I'd like to do a kind of a Bandersnatch uh, podcast. I'd like to do our podcast. But like Bandersnatch, where people can choose their way through the comedy and like, you know, anything that particularly makes comedy. them laugh. Yeah. <laughs> anything they cast. Yeah. Yeah. Bandercast. That's right. Yeah. No, we should <laughs> definitely do that. But our, our podcast is, is quite strange, isn't it? Already. It's, I mean, we, we make it a bit like Bandersnatch in that we're not 100% certain what we're going to do at any particular time. So, um, haven't, haven't everything like planned out? Haven't things figured out? Haven't things like, like that you want to do, or things that like having yeah. like a format, all that stuff? Eh, it sucks. Who wants it? I don't. I, overrated. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because what what we do uh, is we we tend to record on a <clears throat> Sunday afternoon, and uh, you know I get up in the morning and I kind of message Sam and say what we're going to do today, and he says, "Oh, we'll do I don't know sport or wildlife or something." Yeah. And so I I'll, I'll go up to my uh, up to the spare room and and just type some nonsense out. And or a list of things that make me laugh, and then I'll, I'll record a, a few um, little jingles to go with it, like for a quiz or whatever. So we might do a quiz about sport, and then you write something, and then we kind of message each other about half an hour before it starts, and then just kind of we literally make it up as we go along. So we literally say what we're we doing next, and and like you know you choose something that we're going to do next, like like the Tisdale connection, for example. That's well, that's one of our big yeah, features, the, the Tisdale connection. So there, there are some th- I mean, at the start, we had this fan from Leeds who used to email. I think he gave up on us. Um, he used to email in about his favourite features. So like we were trying to gauge which features to keep and which ones to bin. And um, we've ended up with a few fan favourites. Uh, one of them is the Tisdale connection, where I come up with an interesting way to link the theme of the week to um, the star Ashley Tisdale of High School okay. Musical fame. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I, I, is, yeah, was she in that? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a Sweet Life. It's a Sweet Life of Zach and Cody girl, right? Yeah, yes, High okay. School Musical. Yeah, right. I didn't know she was in High School Musical, but sure, okay, I get it. Tisdale yeah. theme, go ahead. So whatever we're doing, whether we're doing like money or sport or explorers or drugs crime. or crime or, I don't know, hacking we find a way of connecting it to Ashley Tisdale. Uh, and, and funnily enough, she is connected to every single subject that we've ever done. Wow. You know, I, I mean, we, could do a, we could do meth labs and she would literally be connected to meth labs, wouldn't she? How we'd find a way. But, but <laughs> literally Ashley Tisdale and meth labs, we would like Google it and there would be a connection between it, you know, that she once said, you know, in high school musical, she once tried to set up a meth lab or... I don't know. something like that or she once worked in one maybe she was like the front Walter of the desk. White actually taught at that high school 
that's it. So, I mean, we always do the Tisdale connection, don't we? We always do that. But, yeah, I nothing... mean, Who's fact-checking these things? Well, I'm, I'm the chief fact-checker. Um, and I, on it, honestly, I think up to date, I've only had to lie about one of them. I think, how many episodes are we in? I think we're only at 20 episodes. No, we pale in comparison to your 201, but um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we got like hacking and then we found out that she had her Twitter hacked and this guy used her Twitter to promote his own like e-safety courses and how to like avoid vulnerability. And then she had like a house burgled and stuff like she's been through a lot. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, the 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 traumas and the tribu- the trials and the traumas and the tribulations of tis- teen stars like Disney kids, like former Disney kids, the oh, stuff yeah. that they go through. But I mean, they have it tough, don't they? Good for <laughs> Miley Cyrus. She just did Rogan. So good for her for that. <laughs> yeah, wow. you see. Miley, Miley's a particular favourite of mine, you know, particularly, uh, was it Midnight Sky, her new, her new song? That's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a summer banger, isn't it, as, as we call it. <laughs> it? It really bops. It really does, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's um, but Ashley Tisdale, she's, she, she registered on the radar in the UK, but she's funny enough in that she's like about 15 years old, out of date. So, you know, it's not like somebody new, it's somebody like kind of old. And we I just think we find Ashley Tisdale just funny. Just the concept of Ashley Tisdale makes us laugh really. So um, the, the 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 thing that I that I connected to and the thing that I'll I'll connect her to is just that Sweet Life is Zach and Cody show. And then that connects me to then it connects me to Dylan and Cole Sprouse, who were the little kid on Big Daddy. And they Oh right. The the twins from who were Zach and Cody, they played yeah. the little boy from Big Daddy. So there's another just for yeah. your future connections. If you're gonna connect yeah. stuff, if it goes Adam Sandler routes, do it that way. Oh man, I, I adore the Sandler. <laughs> I I really yeah. do. I I it's a, it's again, it's that thing where it starts off kind of being funny just to mention them in a tongue in cheek kind of way. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, we all know it's a little bit rubbish. But then once you go down the Sandler hole, you you realize <laughs> you realize that there's actually some art behind it, don't you yeah. think? Well, no, obviously, dude. Honestly, seriously, like I grew up, I grew up like being able to quote every Sandler movie. Like it, right. it, it like informed my like comedic timing, my comedic mind. I just like, yeah. okay, that's like pretty low hanging fruit, but I'm I'm the audience for it. I'm the audience yeah. for it. So yeah. I, I'll buy I'll bite the bait here, and and you know it, that's just one ingredient the the Sandler yeah. ingredient for every other piece of comedy that I'm consuming isn't yeah. just that so it's not like oh you become a, a, like an idiot because you only like idiot humor no I like everything I, I, I'm consuming yeah. it all so I he's become a, a connoisseur he's like a gateway comedian isn't he you start yeah. on. You start on like Little Nicky, and yeah. then like then you then you move through like the comedic networks, and before you know yeah. it, you're hooked on Ricky Gervais. Yeah, well, and then it's and it's heroin then after that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gateway, yeah. a gateway comedy. Yeah, Funnily enough, like, one of my favorite films is Dumb and Dumber. Yes, me too. That's one, that's it's my number one top favorite comedy movie. Yeah. 
and I tried to show it to my daughter, uh, who's nine, um, a few weeks ago, and she was kind of into it. But she did say she wanted it turned off because it got I think it was a bit when they spat into his burger in the diner. But um, she particularly liked it when the blind boy was given the um, the, the the parrot P- with the head off and stuck on. Yeah, PD. So mm-hmm. regularly I drive her to uh, to the childminders and she says, Polly want a cracker? Polly want a cracker? Pretty bird. Pretty Can bird. You say pretty bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing. So that's our new thing is just saying Polly want a cracker to each other now. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Jim Carrey's brilliant in the and uh, um, Will Ferrell. They're all geniuses, aren't they? And Robin yeah. Williams, bless his yeah. heart. You know, he was as well, wouldn't he? So I, I but, found out. Um, sorry, Simon, I'll let you continue in a moment. I found out the just, other day that. Um, <laughs> so to link it back to Little Nicky, well, Ozzy Osbourne yeah. was in Little Nicky. And when Sharon Osbourne sadly found out um, that she had cancer in the early 2000s, Ozzy um, wrote to Robin Williams and got him to come round and talk her into carrying on with treatment when she was feeling really, really down and like was going to give up. And he actually talked her into going back and carrying on. That's amazing, mm. I think. Like all those worlds coming together. Like what? Ozzy Osbourne and Robbie, Robin Williams, not Robbie Williams, Robin Williams. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the connection between Little Nicky and Robin Williams? I think uh, in Little Nicky, Ozzy Osbourne was at the end. You know where he like. Uh, right, yeah, like the where he bites the head off in Central Park. Yeah, and he and, bites um, the head off the brother. Yeah, and then Oz, Ozzy Osbourne somehow managed to get Robin Williams's phone number and called him up okay. and said, "My wife's really ill. Could you come around and cheer her up? You know, she's okay. she's really down." And he talked her back into getting treatment. Mm. I love I love like connections and resources like stuff that connects little things like that. Like I love like going like well. I introduced this person to that person and that person and this person mixed a thing together and they created a really cool piece of art. And then like, then those two people met this person who I also knew. So it's like the way things all connect, just like, just like Ashley Tisdale. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know what I found out the other day? I don't know if if you've ever heard of fish heads by a band called Barnes and Barnes. There's a, there's a really famous song called fish heads. It goes fish, it goes fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish. Yeah, I won't sing the rest of it because it sounds no, a bit. No, sounds now. really good. Sing, sing the whole entire song, please, Simon. It would make but, me well, feel real, real good if you oh, were to sing. Fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads. Eat them up, yum. They don't wear sweaters. They don't play baseball. They're not good dancers. <clears throat> they don't play drums. And it just goes on and on like that. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't have to do the whole song. I was, only, I was, yeah, all, I was only doing a bit. You don't have to, you oh, don't have to do the whole song. Anyway, <laughs> so, so it was made by these guys called Barnes and Barnes, right? Uh-huh. And, Bar- and I, didn't, I never knew who Barnes and Barnes were. That's the name of the band. It was, it was like a duo. So I looked them up, and one of them was actually Billy Mummy, who played the boy in Lost in Space back in the 60s. So he was the little boy with the white hair, and then he grew up to sing fish heads. So I thought, isn't that amazing? What an amazing thing to to, to have happened in our lifetimes. You know, Bowie, Prince, Barnes and Barnes. No, I mean, well, we just... Well, he also... We're so lucky, aren't we? Well, he, I mean, he also started a bookstore. I mean, he's part of a really famous duo, Barnes and Noble. I mean, it's a. <laughs> of course, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that's right. I mean, uh, 
and he was responsible for the bouncing bomb as well. So uh, in in the Second World War, um, so that's Barnes Wallace. So that's incredible too. And and but, um, really so appreciate much, them. So much creativity in one being. It's insane. Absolutely, yeah. And Lost in Space is awesome as well, isn't it? With that robot too, that funny robot that's big on it. Is it Robbie the robot they have in Lost in Space? I'm just talking bollocks now. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I've no never one. saw Lost in Space. <laughs> I, I, no I, I remember, I remember the the remake that they did with like Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailers for it or like the commercials yeah. for it on TV, and me being like. I'm going to not see that movie. <laughs> and I yeah, didn't. Saw, Gary Oldman was in it, wasn't he? He was the, he was the bad guy in it. And he well, was, he was, he's good in everything. He's, yeah. a, AKA, he's the bad guy in almost everything. Yeah, he is, cool. isn't he? Except he was for very good in the Batman movies. Oh, yeah, no. He, he could definitely be Batman. Have we done, we've done Batman, haven't we, in, in the podcast? We did superheroes, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did do superheroes. Uh, and then Vinny called... Oh Jesus! Yeah. So we how we, we, we did. How can we explain Vinny? <laughs> well, we did this podcast, right? And and we were and basically it was all about superheroes. So we had various quizzes and the Ashdale, Ashdale uh, Tisdale connection. Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when we finished, somebody called in because we did a live cast on Podbean, and this guy from India called Vinny called in, and we we were talking about Avengers, weren't we? We were talking about uh, Thanos, Thanos and his big hand. His big hand, his funny glove with all the uh, yeah. all the diamonds on it and that. And then um, Vinny started talking to us about superheroes in India, didn't he, or something? Well, the, it went like this, because um, he, was, he was using Podbean to practice his English, and he said... Um, he said he want he he didn't want to talk to Americans. He wanted to like broaden his like scope and pick up some British phrases. And he was asking us about the phrase "badass," and um, we said, oh, right. you know, Thanos is a bit of a badass because he doesn't follow any rules, right? And then something got lost in translation, and he uh, it ended up we ended up talking about um, Thanos physically having a, a bad ass and having to use like <laughs> hemorrhoid creams and we, we were trying to keep it on track but it, he just got so confused and then we started saying that with that big glove with the infinity stones it would be quite hard to apply the creams and ointments and it, it just it just turned into a mess really the podcast like, not his ass it, it, he has to set it up and it takes a long time so he has to yeah. have preparation for his preparation age. So it's double yes, preparation course, age. Yeah. Yes. I, I imagine so so many things must be difficult for Thanos to do with, with that big glove. Particularly right. obviously masturbation. I mean I mean that must be hella hard. You know, that's probably why they didn't have it in the films, because they knew he couldn't do it, because they knew he'd be unable to bring I, himself mm. to, you know. With those with those chin grooves that Thanos has, yeah. he must have stains all over his shirts. He must have <laughs> like when he eats soup, it must go yeah. right like a little gutter system. And that's why we didn't see him eat soup either, because they knew yeah. he wouldn't be able they had to, to do cut it. that scene. They did, yeah, the soup <laughs> eating scene. Oh, plus Just after he's plus, killed Iron Man. Superman is DC, not Marvel. Oh. That's, that's very clever. That is, uh... 
And the thing about Iron Man is that I've never seen him iron a shirt before. I don't understand why he's called Iron Man. I, don't, I literally don't understand it. Either that or I've got it completely wrong. But he, He's never been as depressed as you think no. he is. No. <laughs> I just keep remember Robert Downey Jr. taking all those drugs and then ended up sleeping in somebody else's bed by mistake. Every time I see him on 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 a film, I just keep thinking of keep keep thinking of him doing that. You know, when he was in his his drug phase. Do you know what I mean? When was that? that? When was that? He, I'm not making this up. So he he got so into drugs that he basically um, he took a load of them and then he literally thought he'd gone back to his own house, but he'd actually gone in his neighbor's house and got into bed and thought that he was in his own bedroom. And then they said hello. Robert, you're in the wrong bedroom. And he said, oh, I'm on drugs. And they said, no. And then sent him away. But that was, that's that no was excuse. Went down. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how it went down. But no, but every time I see him, I think you used to do stuff like that. And now you're like a billionaire actor. But yeah, uh, Iron Man would never do that, would he? Iron Man would never wake up in somebody's bed having taken a load of drugs. Well, I think so. I think he might. I think he might. Uh... Like when they throw those those like flashbacks mm. when he like it was like what was that Iron Man two when he like yeah. was New Year's Eve and he was like no selling people because he was like on stuff like he was just like ignoring people and not listening to their ideas like yeah. he was probably high on some stuff. Oh, I should think so. Yeah, something I don't know. I wonder what superheroes. <clears throat> pardon me. I wonder what superheroes most likely to do drugs. I think Spider-Man probably least likely. I don't know what it is about him, but he seems like quite straight edge. Whereas well, the Hulk... Here, here's the thing, though. Spider-Man is strung out enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I like that one. Um, I don't know. So I, I, I think That's a great question. That is a great one. Yeah, Batman is is dark enough. I think he'd do like dark drugs. I think he'd be into crack cocaine, wouldn't he? Batman. In the crack cave. In the crack cave, yeah. They could call him Crack Man, couldn't they? Just, just a, new, a new superhero called Crack Man. He just, just jitters. Where there's a crime, he turns up with a pipe and just smokes it and kills over. And that's his contribution to fighting crime, maybe. Yeah. Not that's his superpower is taking crack. He, he's he's got the money for it. Let's face yeah. it. He's, he's he, got to be the richest one. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... he might as well go to the most expensive stuff then. I mean, like, well, yeah. spend it, spend it if you got them. Pop them if you can afford them. Like, it, it'd probably be like like pharmaceutical grade drugs from Switzerland. You know, like like Keith Richards used to take. So. um yeah, no, and Keith Richards is a bit of a superhero as well, isn't he? He could be like yeah, a. I mean, he was he was Jack Sparrow's dad. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, I can do Jack Sparrow. Oh, God. I can do the accent. I mean, I can't do Jack Sparrow, but I can do the accent. Do you want to hear it? Yes, yeah. please. Get off of my ship. There you go. That's it. <laughs> that's that's it all just, I got. It just sounded slightly like you. Simon's yeah, done this yeah. thing where to get into an accent, there's a specific line he has to say, like like to introduce him into the accent. Okay, yeah. so I mean like one one that Walken. we do, we the Christopher Walken. Oh yeah. I don't know if he's willing to do it now. 
you know, you know, it's crazy. I don't know why, but you got me in a vendetta kind of mood. That's about it, really. Yeah, that, that that's it. Every episode, we just try and sneak in. Did you ever see? Did you ever see the rundown? No, no I've not seen that. The rundown. It was like he was in it, but it was like The Rock and Sean William Scott, uh, who oh, plays no. Stifler in the American Pie series. Uh, yeah, and. <clears throat> Christopher Walken's character only says things like, whoa, don't make waves. Like, <laughs> oh, yours is much better than mine is. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like, you know, you're not coming to another man's house and going to his refrigerator. Like, uh, like just a bunch of real, like, Christopher Walken lines. Like, if you want to go uh, for, like, premium Christopher yeah. Walken stupid one-liners, watch the I rundown. I think, I think he's, he's in Joe Dirt, isn't he? Um, yeah, for a bit. Yeah. If, you, he, if you've seen that one, he's pretty yeah. good in that. He's like, you do that one more time, I jab you in the eyes with a screwdriver, a soldering iron, or something. I can't do it as good as Simon. <laughs> <laughs> right. like this, is, this has become a sort of a Christopher Walken off now, isn't it? Like, yeah, we're all senior. We walk, can do the walk it off. That's it. Yeah, I'll be walking um, off stage in a minute. We we do we do accents, don't we? Because ev every week on our podcast, we do a little like an interview. So sometimes Sam interviews me as a character, and I interview him as a character. And then sometimes we interview each other as characters. So you know, we've been Australian gold prospectors. We've been uh, uh, Russian spies. Yeah, that we, that one was hard to keep up. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, we've, Rusty we've been tits as well. The uh, the cowboy oh, art artist. Oh, Rusty Tits, yeah. So um, <laughs> I created a character called Rusty Tits. So basically, he's a, he's an outsider artist. He he lives in um, Black Canyon City, Arizona, and he he lives on a ranch. And his thing is like painting like night scenes with moons and you know ranch hands and cattle and stuff. Um, so that that's his thing. But the other thing is that his surname is Tits. So <laughs> half half of the interview was just basically me talking about having a, you know, a, a gallery opening somewhere in, you know, Arizona. And the other half was just jokes about Tits. So <laughs> that was and that was literally what we did, wasn't it? It was literally that for about 10 minutes. So uh, and that kind and of we, worked. we lost we had, a few listeners. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we on Podbean, when you're doing a, a live cast, you can see the listeners appearing. So the numbers start going up. And as soon as we started Rusty Tits, they started dropping completely. <laughs> our juvenile comments, they decided they'd had enough of that. So um, that totally. You know, Sorry, what it reminds me of, uh, like, when when you're a little kid and you hit you can hit record on the tape deck and then just like yeah. record like a fake radio show with your friends <laughs> like like just a goofing around right that's what it feels like yeah that's what we're doing yeah it's literally yeah. pretty much sound. it we, we <laughs> care very little for our listeners this is purely for our entertainment only <laughs> it's 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 funny on a, on a slightly well not a serious note but on a, a slightly different note um, the the reason that we we did this podcast is because obviously with the lockdown you know happening in 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 uh, what was it the twentieth of March wasn't it in the UK yeah 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 so so we went into kind of lockdown and um, and obviously you know we're all at home we've got nothing to do 
Um, and so I, I'd been doing a, a bit of a podcast with some friends who were poets, because I also write poetry, um, serious poetry, but uh, yeah, I write poetry. And so I'd been doing a podcast with them, but then, of course, we couldn't meet up, so we couldn't do that podcast. So then I just put out a, a thing on uh, Facebook saying, you know, would anybody be interested in doing a podcast? And, and Sam and I used to teach together at the same school in Hertfordshire. And then um, we were friends on uh, Facebook. And then Sam just said, yeah, I'd be up for doing it. So, you know, we had a bit of a chat on 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 uh, Messenger and we just came up with an idea. We chose podcast because you could do kind of live casts. Right. And we, we just talked nonsense for about an hour, didn't we? And it made well, it, us both laugh. So we thought we'd do it out, again. Like it started out as quite like a, a, a like a concentrated vision. We were, we were going to take, um, you know, items from popular culture that we thought were quite overrated um and then try and you know bring them back down to earth um yeah. so we started off with the godfather but um simon watched et by accident instead of the godfather um so i thought he was talking about the godfather but then when i heard him talking about kids on bikes and little aliens um yeah. we kind of realized that had been lost and it became like a a fast <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we tried to do sort of like you know we 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 took the Beatles down, didn't we? You know, oh, so we said that every episode we took the Beatles down, and um, you know they we started it. off. They deserve it. They've been living on the high horse too long. Well, that's right. Yeah, and and we and we did that joke about you know they say you know Ringo Starr was he the best drummer? You know, he wasn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. You know, so we we did that that old joke. But then every every episode of our podcast, we managed to work that joke in, but in some different form. So <laughs> it might be like Ashley Tisdale, you know, is she the best actress in the world? She wasn't even the best actress in high school. The sweet life. In the sweet <laughs> Or, um, yeah. But anyway, so we always try and get it in as a little sort of... But we stopped doing the sacred cow thing quite quickly, didn't we? When we yeah. realised... It was, it was far too serious and involved and we just wanted to talk complete nonsense for an hour that we just decided to do that instead so our, our podcast is called the sacred cow but it isn't actually about what we started doing it anymore we just kept the name because we liked it didn't we? But, yeah right yeah <laughs> well, but, uh, well uh, i i've always said like happy distractions happy distractions whether it's fun or funny it's just something yeah that takes you away from like inside of your head or like your, 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 your device, your smart device, looking at the news yeah. and getting outraged about whatever yeah. is trying to outrage you. Uh, and Absolutely. you know, like through the, the pandemic, everybody's consumed every bit of content that there is to consume that's yeah. out there. So let's start making some more, just push it out there. Everybody, everybody Absolutely. welcome this fun. Everybody welcome this good time. Everybody welcome this yeah. distraction. Well, it's so, it's made the two of us laugh. I mean, you know, we we just we laugh endlessly. We we find it difficult to keep a straight face through most of what we do. Yeah. But you know, we like to think that uh, other people will kind of pick up on that and and enjoy it. You know, because we're not we're not kind of very political, are we? We're not very. We do say serious things occasionally, but I mean, we just try to 
just we just try to do complete bollocks really don't we we just make stuff up and we just amuse well, ourselves and but sometimes um we have this thing where i have yeah. to say like, you know is it fact or is it bollocks because i i sometimes have something worthwhile set to say believe it or not and simon's not sure whether it's actually true or whether yeah. it is just me talking bollocks because I've, i think yeah. i've just got one of those brains for like weird facts and you know it's yeah. like that I, I didn't know what autolan bunting was until your food episode simon oh the autolan bunting yeah what have you have, have you heard about the right so in france they got this bird and it's called the autolan bunting right and uh and and it's like a, it's a little bird i mean it's like you know tiny bird right and what mm -hmm. they do is they like eating it in france okay um but they there's a particular ritual about eating it so what what they do is they first of all they capture the bird right so they uh, they set up a trap for it and then what they do is um they they gouge its eyes out so it can't see i know this it's going to get a bit grim cruel. Isn't it? They, yeah yes it is they gouge it's, its no eyes it, it, out it's so not it going see. to get grim that's grim already it's going to get worse in a minute yeah so the thing is is because because the bird can't see it then eats all the time because he think it thinks it's nighttime so it gets fatter and fatter and fatter so obviously it makes it better to eat because it's getting fat and then what they do is they drown it in right so they push it under in the cognac in the brandy so that it gets full of brandy and stuff and and it dies and then what they do is they roast it in a little kind of saucepan hole okay in a in an oven and then they take the little saucepan out and they serve it to you in this little pan right and you're supposed to eat the whole thing while it's steaming hot okay so remember it hasn't been they've plucked it but they haven't taken out the innards or the bones and so what you do is you all sit around the table and you put cloths over your head okay so that when you bite into this thing all the steam rises up and stays under this cloth and and the other the other reason you have the cloth is because you're supposed to be shielding yourself from god because the thing that you're doing is so terrible that it's like you don't want god to see what you're doing so you've got all these french people sat around a table eating a little tiny roast bird whole and um yeah so I included that fact in my thing about the uh, about birds that we did in our podcast. Mm. And uh, yeah, and um, Sam had to guess whether I'd made that up completely or whether it was true. And of course, it was true that it's a real thing. It sounds like bullshit. It sounds it, fake. I no, know. it's true. I tell you what, <laughs> if you, if you, remember, do you remember Anthony Bourdain? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know the yeah. brilliant Anthony Bourdain who died yeah, a, a year or so ago. He he um on one of his shows, he actually uh he went to France and yeah, and he and, and he actually did an episode about the Autoland Bunting. He wrote about it as well. And his you know, his description of, of the eating of the Autoland Bunting is just such brilliant writing. So it is true. I made it up. Anthony Bourdain wouldn't make it up, so uh, you know. Do they do true. something? Yeah, I, do they do something extra to this sheet? Because uh, yeah. it's just the sheet. People do sins inside under a roof. If the sheet yeah. is hiding them from God, what? Yeah. What? I what's, mean, the, it, what's the logic there? 
I think if it you, must I'd be like what, a sensory thing. Yeah, because you keep all the, the smells and the steam, yeah. you know, and it's good for the skin, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but, it's yeah, like a spa treatment. Type it in on YouTube, and you'll see like French people sitting around a table eating an auto. It's, it is illegal. It's illegal in France, apparently. <laughs> it's illegal to serve it in a restaurant, and it's illegal. I think to to eat, but you still see people do it out in the countryside where there's like no police or whatever. They still do it, you know. So, but um, it's a. Re- I haven't made it up. It, it sounds like I've made it up because I make so much up. I didn't that know about. Is... I didn't know about them policing it like this. There's like this <laughs> police force with truncheons. If they catch you just munching on this little what? sparrow thing, <laughs> can I ask? Yeah, in France. Yeah. Is marijuana illegal? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Although, yeah, no, I think it is still illegal. Yeah, I think mm. you can have like you can have it for medicinal reasons, but no, because uh, otherwise everyone in Britain <laughs> would be going over to France, and they don't, you see. So, um, uh, Canada, it's it's legal, isn't it? Yeah. It's watching like well, well legal <laughs> in Canada, isn't it? Somebody outside, I, I, like smoking a joint and being like, "Oh, I got my permit for this." No, we're not here for that. They're killing birds <laughs> over there. They're eating birds. All these people with like the towels on, then you take one off, and someone's just hotboxing it, just hiding, <laughs> hiding the joint. <laughs> yeah, I swear it's an well, autolim. Uh, it is, yeah. No, they have the bunting squad that come around there with like the truncheons and stuff, you know, and they beat in French, they beat on your 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 door and say, I can't do the accent. Come out, we're the bunting squad. Come out and give us give us you your just little just reminded me of um of a like the original uh true four bollocks that I did with you, Simon. Because I remember you posted a few years yeah. ago, you went to France and you posted a picture of a potato on someone's doorstep. Do you remember this? Oh, yes, I remember that, yeah. And um, I said trip. to you, I said to you, this is actually a French ritual because they believe um, the, mm. they leave out on this one day a year, they leave out this potato mm. on the doorstep. And that's, um, right. that's like an offering to the uh, potato man or le homme de pomme de terre, as the French call him. So, <laughs> honestly, and um, I do what he does that is... Now, yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll, if you don't leave out the potato offering, he comes into your bedroom and takes your eyes because you peel the eyes out of the potato like the little shoots. Um, That's true, yeah. That's very true. Well, it wasn't true. It was complete bollocks, Simon. But you believed it for a moment. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm willing to believe it now. It sounds so cool. I'm willing to believe it now. Do you but guys... We... <laughs> I think in guys... our podcast, we, we do... We do operate in this kind of twilight world where we're never entirely sure what we're saying is true or not i honestly think most of the time you know we we just we don't consider whether anything's we everything's true or not we just say it and then it just becomes true then there you go so yeah Yeah. (laughs) do you do you guys watch rick and morty yes uh i've not seen it but i've heard it's really good do you know the uh the the eye holes Oh yeah, yeah. Like, the eye um, hole. I'm the eye hole man, and like, <laughs> like, your eyes, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> so it made me think of that when you were talking about the uh, the potato eyes. The guy comes in and takes your eyes. I, I mean, I think yeah, it, the whole thing does have like a oddly um, improvisational feel to it because ninety percent of it is made up 
in the half hour run up before the episode. <laughs> if you <laughs> don't, if you, <laughs> if you don't leave the potato outside, then this yeah. guy comes by and takes your measurements. He's the under potaker. Oh, God. that's very <laughs> clever. I like that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to use that one, won't we? Yeah. We need to recycle some of these jokes. Corey's just—he's a machine. <laughs> so, um, comedy. You guys are you—you guys are stand-ups, right? No. Well, we no? can stand up, but we don't do comedy while we're standing up. We're teachers, which is a bit like stand-up. Okay. Yeah. But so yeah, you've got you got stage time. I played a stand-up comedian when uh, in 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 one of our podcasts. I was a I was a British uh, stand-up comedian called Nicky Papalado. So okay. I, I I I I invented a stand-up comedian, but I've I've never actually been one before. I I I don't think I I could be on stage on my own and do that kind of adversarial thing. You know, like the kind of you say you you want to get a laugh in like the first fifteen seconds. And if you don't, there's going to be people kind of like, you know, shaking their heads and going, oh, this guy's not funny. And then it becomes adversarial and, and then there's heckles. And it's like, I don't think I could do that. So, um, you know, I don't know about you, Sam, but that's that's not. You know, I I find people laugh at me when I'm not doing jokes. And I don't know whether that's because, <laughs> you know, because I'm funny or just because I'm a bit different. You know, I think in a different yeah. way to them um, but i i used to um go to a stand-up comedy night when i was at university and um we eventually just got kicked out because you know it, it was just like really really dreadful wannabe like comedians i mean i remember one time there was this uh, there was this guy we we used to just have more fun heckling these poor people it was dreadful and they came on with a, a bongo drum and they go i love sean bean i love sean bean he was in this scene and then they just described scenes that Sean Bean had been in and they just repeated that for their full 10 minute set just describing things that Sean Bean had been in and we were like what is even going on so we heckled them and we got kicked out and that's as close as I've been to stand-up comedy getting kicked out <laughs> well I I cannot advocate heckling at all uh no. it's dreadful I, think, I feel bad like mm. dude honestly some people who are doing comedy at an open mic night, that's all they got. That's mm -hmm. all they got. They don't have anything mm -hmm. else. And like that, they're like, all right, I'm going to do this. And it's going to be like my artistic expression. I love it. And then yeah. you go like, hey, you suck. And I'm like, that's all I have. You're saying all I have sucks. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> Tell me to my face that Sean Bean sucks. The, uh, the best heckle I ever heard was um, I saw a gig with Scott Capuro doing stand-up and um, he told one of my favourite jokes, which was, um, you think Jesus died on the cross for our sins? No, he was just some guy who forgot the safe word. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he's doing a lot of material like that. And then all of a sudden he started doing material about Anne Frank. And then things got a bit darker. You know, he was kind of like saying, well, they, they must have known she was up there because of all of the typing. They, they must have been able to hear it all. And, and then it got darker and darker and darker. And, um, and Scott Capuro, is a, he's, a, he's a gay comedian. And he was, he was kind of 
doing a lot of stuff about kind of um yeah about sexuality and about the holocaust and stuff and somebody stood up and heckled him and they said what you're doing scott is you're using one um uh identity in order to make fun of another identity so you're just hiding behind that in order to make fun of somebody and that i thought that was the greatest heckle because it literally it wasn't like your rubbish get off it was literally what you're doing is fundamentally wrong you should stop and he he literally just stopped in his tracks because he just he obviously would have thought about it and gone yeah actually i am doing that and it took him about 10 minutes to get the audience back again and it was just it was brutal but i've never i've never seen a put yeah i've never seen a put down like that before that was so kind of literate and so on the money and i think he's a very funny guy but like you say he'd taken his humor to a very dark place and i think that you know it was um it was hard to watch you know to to watch somebody up there doing stand up but kind of fumbling around and not not being able to 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 kind of deal with it but he's still a very funny guy though scott caporo so um, have, like I said, have, my favorite joke. So, kind of switching gears on all that. Uh, yeah. Have you guys ever been to the states? Have you ever been to the U.S.? Yeah, I I have. Sam, have you been? So you went I've funny there. Um... <laughs> you shape shifted from one side yeah, to no, another. Yeah, I know. My my internet's <laughs> playing up sadly. Oh, is it? I think. Yeah, I might have to switch to audio only, guys. Oh, no, I'm back. Am I back? Uh, yeah, you are yeah, back. You're yeah. There. yeah. You're just on one side. We can only see half your face now. So, but, um, I, yeah, yeah, I've, I've never I've, been to the States. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've been a couple of times. No, three times. I've been to the States three times. So um, I've been to New England a couple of times, to Boston and uh, Cape Cod and around there. And I've been to uh, New Mexico. So... Um, so yeah, I love I love the states. And well, my, that's my wife... a that's a question I've always had. A question I've always had. I'm sorry I didn't yeah. minute interrupt you, Simon. But okay. a question I've always had is: Do people from England go to New England and be like, "This is nothing like England"? What do you do? Well, no, it's the funny thing is, is that it's a lot. A bad joke. It was a bad joke. It's it a, bad. But it's a lot like England. That's the that's the thing about New England. Is it does look a lot because you no, know, it does. But yeah, it's new. Right. It's kind of England, but it's new. It's like, hey, this is new. But yeah, um, it, it does seem very English because it's like little cottages and little villages and and uh, and the Boston Red Sox as well. So it is very much like England. So um, but New Mexico is very much not like. Is there England is there a Boston Red Sox in England, too? No, no, there's not. No, there should be. But there isn't. No, <laughs> it's New Mexico. Just like a newer version of Mexico, Simon. Yeah, it's a it's yeah, it's, it's improved it's, Mexico. <laughs> now, yeah, with... they've like they've done up the houses, they've done up all the like the cantinas and stuff, and they've like uh, yeah, it's kind of new and improved. But uh, yeah. the mariachi bands are better trained, you know, and they and the food is better. They do like Tex Mex there in, in uh, New Mexico. New look, but, uh, same great, and flavor. obviously that absolutely yeah and th and they had all those nuclear explosions there as well so that kind of cleaned the place up a bit too but but yeah it's um <laughs> but yeah you know yeah no I, I hung out in santa fe for a bit i really like santa fe and, and albuquerque because that's got a great comedy name and um that's i stopped bugs bunny a... man oh yeah absolutely yeah bugs, and, bunny. Uh... bugs bunny name dropped albuquerque all the time 
And of course that work? song, Albuquerque. You know that one, Simon? I do know that one, yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, I think so. Um, do you know that yeah. was actually written by the uh, little kid that was in Lost in Space? What, Billy Moomy? Yeah, that's him. Barnes and Barnes, Barnes and Noble and Barnes. Yeah, from Barnsley. <laughs> They do. They do prank phone calls. The the Albuquerque boys do the prank phone calls. <laughs> yes, um, I went to a. I, I went and stopped in a gas station in Albuquerque, and they uh, this because like coming from Britain, you don't get this. But the first thing was they they had like a, a Denny's attached to it. I think it was, and there was a, a an entire aisle uh, of jerky. There was a jerky aisle, which I thought was amazing because like in Britain, you go in a supermarket and there's like a few different bags of jerky because we have jerky in this country, too. But they had an entire aisle, like just like all the different jerkies you could possibly have, which I thought was amazing because that was too much jerky for me. I think it was just um, what what uh, what 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 place was that? That was in Albuquerque. They have and, a. Albuquerque oh, yeah. jerky. Albuquerque, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Albuquerque. And they also, and this is another thing that we don't have in uh, in in Britain because we don't have the constitution, was that they had a lot of um, the Second Amendment merchandise. So like T-shirts with "If you come, uh, if if you come for my guns, better bring yours." And and all that kind of thing, you know, all that sort of Second Amendment sort of stuff. Because in in our country, you know, we don't have. We don't have, really have guns, do we, in our country? Well, you know, we have knives. Lots you, of knives. Yeah. But... Knives are really popular amongst the kids yeah. here. Like, it's the oh, new fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> that, that knife fad. It'll, it'll yeah. wear out. Yeah, like in Pokemon cards. You know, you know, when you're teaching, they're always getting out there like their, their machetes. and Switch their, like, blades. Knives, yeah. Like there's doing that the one show-off with the butterfly knife. Oh, That's man. It. Yeah, they're always doing that, aren't they? But yeah, guns. I mean, literally, I you know I don't know about you, Sam, but I wouldn't know where to buy a gun, how to buy a gun. I've seen guns before, but never actually guns that work. I've seen them hung up in pubs before. Um, I don't, I don't even know anyone that owns a gun. I mean, that that's the UK. Is that it, literally there's so little gun culture that uh, you know we have to, to have to draw to pictures. Get a, um... Yeah. To get a gun license in the UK, you have to have a police officer come round your house and inspect your gun safes to make sure that they're fitted against two walls. You need a you know a certain amount of locks on your doors. I know this because my brother um, recently got his gun license. Well, I say like six months ago, a year ago. So the only person I know is my brother who has guns, and um, he's really into it. And you have to go to like a specific range to shoot them, and the range has to have a license for like. You know, he's not allowed to fire certain calibers at this range because they don't have permission from, like, the, I guess, like, the local gun people. <laughs> Does he have an AR-15? Has he got, a, like, a semi-automatic? Um, you know, I couldn't tell you, but, I mean, it's it's this ridiculous that for his license to, like, have a pistol, he has to have, like, a rod attached to the handle so that the gun itself is longer than 16 inches. So he's got this pistol, but it's just got this <laughs> massive stick coming out the back of it so that he can legally own it because the butt has to be so long. It's, it's so, oh, so, he can't, so he can't hide it in his pants? No. <laughs> he's got so a case have... that's about five times you as long as the weapon. You can't conceal it. 
So every time he goes to the gun range, they have to check out his butt to see whether or not it's it's suitable. Yeah, to check that his is long enough. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> old, old, long long, enough? <laughs> old fellow long butt over there has to. <laughs> long fellow long butt. That is hilarious, isn't it? I always thought that in order to own a gun in the UK, you had to have a Cockney accent. I thought that was the only requirement was that you sounded a little bit, you know, a little bit Cockney. But that's like, obviously not true, is it? Like a, like Pikey's? Oh, oh, yes, that's Snatch, isn't it? Uh, Brad yeah. Pitt and uh, yeah, yeah. the, the, the uh, Gary, Gary Guy Ritchie film, that's it, that yeah, he did, Snatch. Snatch is a very rude word in the United Kingdom. So Is it? Yeah, I, it might I, even be rude in the states as well, but you know. Well, I mean, it's a vagina, right? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's a, that. Yeah. It's a vagina, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> call it, a, call it a snatch. It's, it's sometimes a it's a shame Guy Ritchie didn't call his film just vagina because it would have got oh. a completely different like demographic like in, Brad wouldn't Pitt. it? <laughs> Starring in. <laughs> Coming this fall, Brad Pitt in Vagina. <laughs> I think it only got the name from the fact that the dog snatched the yeah. diamond. And then the guy yeah. said, hey, don't don't snatch. But like I must I, I watched it and was massively disappointed, but uh, then I guess it probably wasn't, you know, it, it had a different meaning, didn't it? It would snatch, but uh, there wasn't a lot of snatch in it, if I remember rightly. So No. No, so, um, yeah. it, was a, it was a total sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you, as as like outsiders of of America looking into it? What is like your yeah. like the instincts, like the, the the first thoughts that you have about America? Oh my god, oh, Sam, do you want to start? <laughs> yeah, well, start I, I guess like that. I mean I know that like Google tends to like give you what you want to hear nowadays right so like their algorithms or like facebook you know mark zuckerberg's there thinking like right this person really left wing so we're gonna like give them a load of stuff that's like anti-trump so i tend to see like the worst of it you know mm. like all the trump bashing stuff um so that's like all, all i see and i just assume lots of other people are like quite anti i guess but you know that that's in my little online echo chamber on social media. Do you do you think like, wow, the people in America seem like they are kind of maybe a little dumb if they have this guy as their president? Like, is that is that a thought that no, goes through your head? No, not at all. I mean, only a certain number of people vote for Trump, and and you know people might have voted for Trump because they voted Republican all their lives. They might have voted for Trump because they, you know, they work in a in a job where they they, you know, they want to be protected. And they think that, you know, Trump was talking some truth about, you know, wanting to look after the little person, you know. So, I mean, I, I don't think every person that voted for Trump is necessarily, you know, uh, an idiot, um, just as everyone that voted, you know, uh, for Hillary Clinton it isn't, you know, like left wing or, or woke or whatever. Right. But but I do I do think that. You know, we our impression in in Britain is is that you know that that the states is now divided into very woke uh, sort of like you know middle class 
liberals and then gun-toting sort of like fascist you know kind of like militiamen and that that seems to be the impression that we've got but that can't be the case that can't be the case because no. you know uh, you know it's was it 300 million people i mean yeah it it can't be it yeah. can't be so dualistic so black no, and white no right no it can't. exactly i mean an it's interesting caricatures thing, isn't it that yeah. we see we just see like lots and lots of caricatures of people because yeah. i mean we can only digest america through online clips on twitter or what's on our yeah. news so at, at the moment it would seem that the entirety of the united states is in riot but it's not is it? by it's our not. news well i assume yeah. not you're only you know only seeing what you're being showed yeah you know yeah but it's, what it's we need is a man in amongst it well, we do. Yeah, we need a we need a Biden, don't we? We need a seventy-seven year old man to come along and save everything, don't we? Because he looks he, he doesn't look like he's going to make it all the way through the campaign, does he? He looks like he he might flake out at any point. But even even that's got to be better than Trump, isn't it? Even a man close to death is probably a better bet than 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 Trump. I, I I'm guessing. I don't know. But um, I, but I mean, what's interesting. What's interesting is that I'm I'm on a I'm on a, uh, an MLB Facebook group, you know, like the MLB feed for baseball, yeah. and um, they they a few weeks ago they were posting a lot of Black Lives Matter sort of like you know imagery and like people <laughs> taking the knee and so on, and then immediately underneath it there'd be loads of comments saying, well, I'm never going to watch baseball again, you know, and and you know that 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 that's the last time I ever watch this player, or you know, oh yeah, so I suppose all my all lives don't matter. And and so you get all these comments, but then if you look at the the likes and the loves and the cares and then the you know the laughter and the anger, if you click on those, out of about eight thousand sort of like comments, about six and a half thousand of people saying yeah really like Black Lives Matter really you know really you know love that whatever, and there's very few where people actually go no I'm really angry that I've seen that. So in terms of like Black Lives Matter, it, it does look like the very vocal people, the ones that comment, they seem to their voices mm. seem to be rising above other people and given a distorted view of what people seem to based on that kind of straw poll, <laughs> like what they actually think about the Black Lives Matter movement in in uh, in America. I mean, we, we we again, like Sam said, we see people that agree with it and people that don't agree with it. And that seems to be equal, according to our news. But it would appear that I think most people are just, yeah, we we, un we understand what Black Lives Matter means, and we get it, and we support it. You know, it. I don't think there's that many people that are so vociferously opposed to it that, uh, you know, that... Um, well, that it, I mean, you know, you'd, we don't it, see... I mean... Yeah. From from my perspective, we don't see that kind of like police brutality uh, right. in 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 the UK. We don't see racism like that over there. We don't see right. the, the kind of stuff that that we're seeing on our news. So I was wondering, like, from your perspective and yeah. seeing what that world is like. Yeah. Must you, must you be like, wow, they really need to get their shit together. <laughs> Well, well, no, I mean, we uh, I, I, I think I think it's pretty clear from what we can see that that 
you know, every time there is a new incident involving cops and, and, and black people in the States, that we that we then get that news story in Britain. So we get the the impression that it's happening all the time. But I think the thing is, is that, you know, intelligent people will go, well, it's obviously not happening all the time, but it's happening too often. And that's why there's a Black Lives Matter movement, that it's, it's just happening too often to be just a rarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happens in the UK as well. I mean, there are incidents in the UK and, um, you know, uh, black people in, in the UK are far more likely to be stopped and searched than white people are. In fact, there was a black politician recently who was stopped in, in a car just because it was an expensive car and, and it was registered in a different county in a different part of the UK. So they just assumed that this was somebody selling drugs. And this is a British politician who was stopped just because they were black. So, I mean, it happens in this country, too. But um, I think it's a, there's a similar thing in this country is that you get a lot of people saying, yeah, we totally agree with it. And, and we think, you know, Black Lives Matter. And then you get a, another group of people saying, oh, well, it's ridiculous. You know, I suppose white lives don't matter now. And, you know, and, uh, you know, what about us? And um, and it's ridiculous because that's. That's obviously not what Black Lives Matter means. It doesn't mean that all lives don't matter. We so we don't we like. I mean, I I don't really want to go into like media bias and all that stuff. But there's there's this definite like undercurrent in the UK of them trying to um, dilute the real meaning of it. Like here, I mean, we were told that Black Lives Matter is about. Uh, removing old tv shows uh because of stereotypes and uh removing phrases because of you know their etymology where those phrases came from and it was to do with like colonial england and you know people are getting so caught up on these tiny little details like i mean this episode of only fools and uh horses had a stereotype we must take it off of netflix and it's like that that's important but it's not at the core of it i mean you know people are dying and but but in england i guess it, it kind of just filters through. It's like it's like the the minimum that you can do is not essential to the actual movement. It's just like yeah, that's yeah. a different that's a different kind of d- doing something than yeah. actually doing something that would affect mm-hmm. change in a good way. We've done that thing, haven't we? Where we've gone from like our bizarre world of potato people to something quite serious and. <laughs> We do that in yeah. our podcast quite often, and like I'm, I'm sure whoever's listening to it just thinks like, "Wow, what is even going on?" <laughs> I mean, well, in answer to your question, we love America. We 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 think it's brilliant. In fact, we we had an entire code. episode, yeah, an entire episode devoted to America, didn't we? I mean, we did, but we did. Yeah. We did an American special, yeah, where we we, we were did. talking about how great Costco is because we've only recently gotten costco and it's changed our lives man i mean (laughs) simon's just getting pallets of sparkling water Um, oh god what else you can where else can you buy a pack of ladders like a five pound bag of cheetos i mean it is just literally the best thing ever isn't it um yeah i mean we we yeah we love the Costco we love that we, we we don't have Walmart but we have got Asda which is like Walmart so but we can't buy uh, AR fifty uh, AK uh, AR fifteens in uh, in Asda yet can we 
You can't get anything uh, like that in Asda. You can't get any big guns, can you? You can't. Guns. I don't think you can get them at Walmart. I mean, I I don't know for sure. I've never looked, but I'm pretty sure you can't. But oh right. Oh well, maybe that's fake news, and maybe that's because we've we've in, in the UK we've had like shots of people going in and buying like you know semi-automatic weapons in Walmart. You know. Well, you can um, get. I think you can get like shotguns and stuff. I don't know if you can get like like uh ar-15s and i think that's more of like a an internet purchase maybe is that I, like I, home depot is that more like home depot is it or sorry home depot <laughs> home depot <laughs> i don't think home depot sells ar-15s either <laughs> no, they not. oh right they used to you can those, make it. your own you can make your own though you, with, it, like, you gotta parts. you gotta manufacture it buy yeah. all the parts put it on oh, yeah, get, a, get a 3d printer and make your own ar-15 but um, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I imagine walking into a Walmart and buying a, a by, being able to buy something that I could kill somebody with, you know, um, even if it's just a very high cholesterol snack. But, you know, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that there's loads of things you can kill people with in Walmart. I mean, if, so, if you're creative yeah. enough, Simon, you could do that up the Asda. I mean, they they do they do like those yellow sticker meals that are like three days out of date for like 15 P. And yeah, right now, I'm, I'm going to say I've got an ill off of those. And I think someone of more like a frail disposition, you know, yeah. could maybe pass away as a, as a result. So, well, here's the thing. You got to build up an immunity to those cheap ass yellow sticker meals. <laughs> you you got to eat them all the time. That way you won't get <laughs> sick from them. I got to build up a tolerance to the out yeah. of date. <laughs> you you know what you can do in you can buy in Asda, you can buy microwaves. So what you can do is you can use that as a weapon, can't you? As long as you can persuade somebody to put their head in it for long enough and then right. cook them. Well, so, yeah, right, that's, well, that's you got to be able to close it, though. I heard, I heard Maybe this story. I don't know if it's true. Me, so, yeah, I don't know. Could be true, could be bollocks. I think it might be my strange but true book. But in New York, okay, in the 80s, like tail end of the punk scene, um, yeah. microwaves had just come in. And this uh, punk couple, they like buy this microwave and they've got like no oven. They just think like let's save up and get this brand new piece of technology, this microwave. So they're punks, yeah. you know, and what they do is to save money after they've bought this microwave because it's wiped out their bank accounts um, to like stick up their hair. They would glue their hair up rather than buying like hair gel for the big mohawks or whatever. Um, and to dry it, they would put it in the oven to speed up the process. So what this punk couple did was they put... Um, a screwdriver in the mechanism of the microwave door turned it on to try and dry these like punk haircuts and boiled their brains. Huh. And that, that sounds could like be, could that be sounds absolutely like, true. It sounds like a whole lot of bullshit to me. I mean, but it sounds made up. But but I mean, people. I mean, people go to extremes for their looks. Mm. So were, were they? Are you sure they were? They were they new wave? Do you think? Or <laughs> or microwave? Nuke wave. There's a. I don't know. We do this, love. We love them. We love there them. is this story recently around here, like right around here. Uh, I live in. I live in, in Philadelphia, like uh, the the birthplace of America. And this... M. Night Shyamalan as well. Yes, he, yes. He films a lot of his films in Philadelphia, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, there's a there's a a news story where I don't know how true this is. This could be could be made up. The 
there's a guy who just got busted who was using a 3D printer and printing out guns and wow. distributing distributing them to all of his friends. Yeah. When he got when he got caught, the the officer who arrested him said, "Don't bother lying. Don't try to make up an excuse. We found your prints everywhere." Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my god! I shall have you know, to remember. It's like that. that. It's like the one that happened near us, Simon, where those um those policemen um were trying to find that guy that stole all the toilets, um but oh, they had yeah. nothing to go on. <laughs> oh yeah, and and it was a little bit like that. Do you remember that guy who they found covered in like pepperoni and like uh, cheese and like uh, pineapple chunks? Um, right. They think he to- they think he topped himself. Uh, yeah there's that one as well oh man that guy's really going to give you a piece of his mind (laughs) Uh, that's very good that's very good we've just actually Um, got vegan pizzas at domino's and i'm i I tried one last week do you guys have a vegan domino's in the u.s i'm turning the questions back i mean i have a i have a domino's down the street from my house but i don't know if it's got vegan stuff so they brought out this uh, vegan pizza, and it, it was pretty good. You know, the, the fake cheese was edible, which is all you can really ask for. Um, but what really worried me was I forgot to put it in the fridge. I left it out overnight, and by the morning, it was covered in mold already. So I'm like, either that's really fresh, there's no preservatives, or like I need to build up my yellow sticker immunity. <laughs> wow, that's quick mold, isn't that? It's very quick mold, but it may be to do with my dilapidated house. Is is it like dripping water down the walls and is it like really hot and fetid and like malarial? Yeah, there's like mosquitoes and like, it's like Florida, like really, (laughs) really damp air. I I went to Florida once. I drove through Florida on the way to um, New Orleans through a place called Defuniac Springs. I just, I just like that. I, I think that could be the name of a, of a detective uh, writer, Defuniac Springs. Uh, or sounds, or sounds made up. I've never heard of it. Sounds made up. You're making that up, Simon? No, it's true. Defuniac Springs. <laughs> Me and my wife stopped there on the way down to New Orleans, and it was, uh, yeah, it was rubbish there. They had a Chinese restaurant, and that was about it. But I just like the name Defuniac <laughs> Springs. Hi, I'm Defuniac Springs. And uh, and this is my world of mystery. Come with me now, and uh, and I'll um, smack show you, you the back Chinese brick. Chinese I'll restaurant. show you my Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Will your fortune be there? Who knows? That kind of thing, you know. Yeah, that's cool. a new thing we could do now, isn't it? So, something I always do on the show. Uh, I'm just gonna two two more quick things, and then hot dog and a handshake. I'll send you guys home. You guys do whatever you want to do. But uh, the uh, the times you're getting you're getting called you're getting summoned. My, cat, but, my cat's just arrived. It, yeah, your cat is summoning you. <laughs> Shush! I'm on a podcast. All right, go on. <laughs> uh, real, real like first world problem. You know, my cat does. My cat's so inconsiderate of my podcast recording. I know. Just, she just never learns, do you? <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> hot no, dogs and so, handshakes. Hot dogs <laughs> and handshake. That's that's an independent wrestling uh, payday. All right. 
it's a that's that's the old joke. It's not it's not a real it's not a real payday for pro wrestling, but it's close to it. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I like hot dogs. In, in the 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 um, twenty twenty. The mm-hmm. time stamp that we're in right now. And basically, like, one of the main reasons I started the show was yeah. to to kind of, like, have some stuff on the record. Some mm. stuff on the record where it's like, you know, like, um, before I ever started doing the show, my mom had uh, this CD that she had made that was, um, it was, like, voicemails from her mom and from her best friend who had passed. And she said... You know how, like, when people pass, you forget what their voices sound like. Yeah. And and I was like, you know what? I don't I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want you to only have a thing that goes, hello, hello. Oh, all right. Well, I guess call me back. No, I want you to like, like, see who I am the whole time. Like, yeah. It, it'll take you for. Uh, it'll take you a long time to go through all the all the records of the stuff I've said, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, this stuff is outliving us. This this is a timestamp. This is a time capsule in 2020 coronavirus times, uh, mm-hmm. pandemic, uh, yeah. wh- whatever other words you can use to describe the dumpster fire that is 2020. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I'll I'll let you guys take turns. Kind of like, let's say. 20 some years from now, 20, 30 years from now, mm. who knows where you are in life if mm-hmm. you're here or, or not still here on this, on this uh, plane of existence. But uh, one, one, of your, one of your kids, one of your students, mm. somebody who cares about you has discovered this audio to find out what it was like for you to get through this. And on top of that, some life lessons that you've learned that have helped you become a better version of yourself tomorrow that you are than you are today. Do you want to go first, Sam? Oh, I think it's a tall order, but yeah, let's, let's go for it. Um, yeah. Well, I've managed to survive oh, oh, purely one, on... One sec, one, one sec, one sec, one sec. So mm-hmm. we're... In, in this moment when you're speaking, you're speaking directly yeah. to the future. So you're mm-hmm. not speaking... You're speaking directly to the future in these next words, okay? So this is oh, okay. audio audio time travel. You're speaking directly to the people listening in the future, like 30 years from now. So you have to say, hello, future. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sam. Hi, future. I'm Sam. Um, I managed to survive the coronavirus times by eating copious amounts of takeaway food because my oven wasn't working um, and it was easier for other people to cook for us. We also managed to keep ourselves sane, but for some reason we made loads and loads of quizzes up and did online chats with our friends and just made up quizzes for each other for no reason at all. But everyone was doing it and it seemed like the normal thing at that time to stay connected in a very disconnected world. Um, I think to, I think I improved myself by um, going for a daily walk and taking in some nature. Um, I think that just really, really helped my mental health. And the government kindly allowed us one hour a day to go for a walk. No more, no less. Thank you. <laughs> That's very good. Right, is this me now, Simon? Uh, hello, future. I'm Simon. 
and uh, I'm here to tell you all about the coronavirus, which was very popular in 2020. Um, and we had quite a lot of it because we liked it so much. Um, yeah. And so nowadays, of course, you don't have the coronavirus because, of course, you, you drive around in like atomic powered um, cars uh, and, um, you know, all, all of human existence, you know, people can live till like a thousand now. But of course, back in our day, uh, you got about 80 or 90 years and then uh, you had to go in the ground. You weren't reborn into a computer or anything. So that's pretty sad. Um, but yeah, I think what you need to know is that we started the, the mask wearing thing. So, you now you know, now in the future, you have the whole face mask and the whole body mask so that you don't get anything. Well, back in our day, we just covered our mouths up. You know, we didn't do anything else. So obviously the virus got in through our ears and our eyes and, and our other orifices. But you guys, you don't have to worry about that because you have the full body condom. Um, so, yeah, so that's that. And um, uh, microwave lentils, they're really great. They're a big thing I know in the future. But, you know, obviously we 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 have them now and we, we invented them this year, basically, because they were so easy to, to eat. And what we've learned, what we learn and what I'm passing on to you is that you should just do what you want and do as much of it as you like, as often as you want, because that's really what life is about. It's just doing what you want and uh, getting paid for it as if you can. But if not, but do definitely do really silly things and say stupid things and make stuff up and do funny voices and just make yourself laugh and make your friends laugh, because that's really that's really all there is to do in life, you know, to just carry on doing that, wear the full body condom, eat the lentils and watch out with that atomic powered car that Tesla made. And that's mm -hmm. like three hundred thousand dollars. And uh, and and make sure you eat with a sheet over your head so God doesn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> and if, yeah. Don't go munching on too many of those Autoland buntings because you know that they're quite fattening, aren't they? And uh yeah, that's about it. And yeah. cognac. So only, no. only one a day, only one autolam bunting a day. So remember that. And, and, and you uh, got you got to go you got to go kill it yourself. You go go uh, go track it down. You go bunting hunting out there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely got to get my post-its out and write some of these down because they are they're comedy gold there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, uh, I just want to yeah. make sure I say yeah. on the record mm -hmm. how grateful I am with the, the 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 amount of the amount of like cool times we got to have in just this you know like hour and some, and the fact that you guys were like real chill with like scheduling it and not really having a a format or anything. Because like I think a lot of people yeah. who like po post on these like, groups that are like, hey, looking for guests, they're like. Oh, I want an exact breakdown of every single thing we're going to talk about. Calm down. I don't don't sweat it so much. So the fact that you guys are so so flexible is cool to me. I I, I appreciate. I think I I've, I said this a million times on the podcast. The the currency that is your attention and your effort is so valuable. Like dollars pounds whatever currency none of that means as much as the currency of your effort and yeah. and your attention so the fact that you've spent some of that currency on me and the people who who are listening or watching have spent some of yeah. that attention 
And if you stuck with us through our through our riffs and our BS, cool. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. I want to make sure I say to you guys, like, if I can be a resource to you in any way, right? Like if you're, you know, going through something and you want to talk about about it with somebody who's not going to judge you, feel free to sure. reach out to me. I'm, I'm always here. I'm glad this is like I said, we're we're new friends. This is still just the okay. beginning. And I look forward to it growing and growing. And it's, yeah. you know, still just the beginning. At this point, this is how I wrap it up. This is how I wrap up. This, this is how we wrap mm-hmm. the show up. Yeah. So hypothetically, I've gifted you this show, even though I know you guys already have your own podcast. I get it. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be a guest on your podcast, too. If you, if oh, you definitely. Have yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd love that. Absolutely, yeah. But I'm gifting you this podcast. Now, the podcast, hypothetically, Evolving with Sam and Simon, Simon and mm-hmm. Sam. However, you, you guys got to work that part out yourself. I'm not. I'm not in charge of the billing. <laughs> but, but, Sam goes first because it's alphabetical. If you, so if you could just Sam call first. us, if you could just call us Salmon, that would make it easier. <laughs> Salmon. <laughs> oh God, that I sounds like Brangela, isn't it? Brangela, or what was it? Brad Pitt and Brangelina. 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 Yeah. That's like ulcer cream. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I don't. I don't necessarily like. I don't really like that name because it just sounds fishy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. So, so do you, are you guys familiar with Jerry Springer? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we know his work. Yeah, we're familiar okay. with it. Yeah. So what I do is uh, I'll ask you to, in like a very Jerry Springer's final thought sort of way wrap up yeah. the episode and what it's meant to you and like lessons to take from it. And, uh, mm-hmm. and anything, anything you want to like put over or like talk about. So, you know, mm-hmm. like y- there isn't a stone unturned for your episode of the show. Uh, well, start the well, other one, Simon, you do this one. Okay. Well, I, I think we we've learned a lot today about ourselves and about each other. And and I feel that we've touched on a lot of subjects, some of them serious, some of them not so serious. But I do think that that we've we've come away as more complete people. I certainly feel more whole now. And <laughs> that sounds really rude, doesn't it? I certainly feel more whole. And, it's a, it's a, uh, it sounds a bit sarcastic. It's disingenuous. It it? Yeah, no, I do feel more whole. I feel like a more complete person. But yeah, no, it's been so much. It's been so much fun. No, seriously, it's been so yeah. much fun, and it's it's just been such a brilliant way to spend like an hour and a half of just talking about serious stuff and not serious stuff, and just making each other laugh. I think it's been brilliant. So I think that that's that's my takeaway from this episode is how much fun it is to talk to people, and you know, and particularly you know to talk to somebody like you know five six thousand miles away in a different culture, and you know, but that's so familiar to 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 us as well so i mean it's been it's just been brilliant is that is that about it is that kind of is that springer like enough yeah maybe you can say something like be excellent to each other and party on dudes no (laughs) get it cut remember be good to your moms and dads and make sure that you always uh get rid of your gum in an appropriate place 
Is that how you wrap up class at the end of the, the school day? No, I just say, be lucky like that. I just do that. Oh, that man, say. that's a good one. You should end yeah. every, every episode that way. Every episode that's of your cool. hypothetical podcast. We will do Evolving that, yes. with salmon. See, all, all I do is I just, I just say, right, chairs up, guys. That's it. Off you go. That's a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap. <laughs> well, every, every lesson you tell them to put their chairs up. No, not every lesson. Just at well, the I was going to say because then next the next class will then have to come in and take them down. Well, that's five minutes left less planning that I have to do. <laughs> the chair time that just takes up the hour. Can I, I add my my final thought? Yes, yeah. please. Um, it's been a pleasure to meet new people on this podcast, um, and it's also been nice to um, to see some more from Simon. I mean, he's. He sounds sarcastic sometimes when he's being heartfelt, and um, it was just nice to like hear that raw emotion in his in his final gambit, <laughs> just the smile on his face. It's raw. It's I'm I'm very raw at the minute. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> right there. That's awesome. 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 Chairs up, guys. That... That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your guys' time. Thanks so much. Be safe. Thanks. Have fun. Keep evolving. We will. Cheers. It's been an absolute pleasure.